0: We begin this month of November with the two great gatherings and solemnities, first of all today, of all saints, and then tomorrow for all souls. Today the church honors those men and women of every time and place, of every age, who have been declared saints of the church and who act as our intercessors in the glory of heaven. With great pomp and pageantry, we celebrate this great solemnity. And tomorrow we come back in a much more somber mood to recall the lives of the saints that have impacted us in our lives. Grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, brother, whoever it may be, who have left us on this earth. And we hope are now at eternal rest in heaven. We reflect on their lives and all that they meant to us, the saints that are very often in our midst, or at least those living saintly lives. But going back to today's great feast, you might ask, well, we have this feast of the saints throughout the year, throughout the calendar. Why do we need another feast? Well, today brings all of them together, the known and the unknown, the popular and the forgotten, those who have even been removed from the calendar of saints for one reason or another. And we rejoice that those men and women, young and old, Rich and poor, adult and child, now take their place with God and intercede for us. In the dailiness of our lives, we probably all have those favorite saints that we go to for different reasons. People say they always turn to saint so-and-so, never been let down, or whatever it may be. And we do that because we have faith in them who are now with God. And we ask that saint to intercede for us with God. They don't seek merits of their own, but are that mediator between us and God. To be declared a saint of the church can, for many instances, be a long, long process. If you read the history of the saints of the church, others have progressed to that eternal altar of heaven as a saint in a very short period of time. But what comes to mind when we think of the saints or a saint? was once preaching this homily on All Saints Day for a group of schoolchildren, and he asked them what were the qualities that were needed to be a saint. They came up, well, you had to be a good person, you had to be a nice person, you had to be a holy person, you had to have done some good deed or whatever it may be, and, and on and on. And finally, Father said, is there anything else? Necessary to become a saint. Right at the back, a little boy put his hand up and said, Father, don't you have to be dead? <laughs> Out of the mouths of babes, you know? Yes, you do. We can live a saintly life here on earth, but we have to be dead in order to be declared a saint of the church. And who knows? Maybe there are saints who will one day be saints of the church here at Mass tonight. We don't know. That's up to God. But what we are called to do is, whilst we're here on earth, is the gospel today actually is also the gospel for tomorrow. It's interesting. We have to live the Beatitudes, we have to be the Beatitudes to our sisters and brothers. The qualities that Jesus lists there, as he sat on the hillside preaching to the crowds, are things that the world has no need of, or so it tells us. And the qualities and virtues that are listed there are kind of outdated and old-fashioned. Who wants to be meek today? Who wants to be humble of heart today? Who wants even to be a peacemaker today? Because when you look at them, you ask yourself, well, what do they offer? Well, there's always a reward. Blessed are the meek, for they shall. Blessed are the poor of heart, for they shall. There's always a reward, and that reward is always from God, and in many ways is God. And finally, when the list is complete, it says, Rejoice and be glad, for your names are written in heaven. We came from God, and one day we will go back to God. He gave us life, and one day He will call that life home to Himself. And wouldn't it be amazing that when we finally get to heaven, because that's our journey. That's our goal. It might take some of us a bit longer than others to get there. And when we get there, we might be surprised who is there. We might be even more surprised who isn't there. The big surprise might be that we're there, you know? But wouldn't it be interesting to walk along the corridors of heaven and talk to St. Peter? Talk to St. Thomas More, who sacrificed his life for the faith. To talk to St. Albert the Great, how he became the man that he was. Talk to St. Francis of Assisi and ask him, how did he just give it all up and become this model of humility and simplicity for the world and the church to this very day? Talk to Mary Magdalene, it like to be forgiven and loved totally by the Lord? To the martyrs of Korea or China or wherever else in the world they come from, how did you endure so much before it finally cost you your life? That's the beauty of the promise of God, that one day that will be ours, Maybe not necessarily as saints of Holy Mother Church, but as citizens of heaven, our homeland, our home. And to know that we join this rank of countless men and women who have gone before us. To be able to sit and talk to St. John Paul II, who many of us seem to have an identity with because we saw him so often. He came to our cities, our towns, our countries. To St. John XXIII, who called the Second Vatican Council together. St. Paul VI, who brought it to completion. And then saints that we've probably never heard of. But they lived good, and holy lives, and somebody interceded to them and they interceded with God, and a miracle occurred in many ways, and finally that person is pronounced a saint of the church. My sisters and brothers, this is our faith. This is what we forget. That we've been given, that we hold on to and cherish it with every fiber of our being. When even today, the solemnity of All Saints is an inconvenience for many people to even have to come to Mass again. Weren't we only there on Sunday? Won't we be back again next Sunday? Now I have to go again? mystery, the pearl of our faith, has been given to us by God. And then God says, can you live out this faith every day in this particular way that I've prescribed for you, to be that peacemaker, to be that pure of heart, to be that meek and humble person, and see it not as signs of weakness, but signs of strength. That's how the world is going to be solved, have its problems solved. That's how the difficulties of the world are going to be addressed. Not with power and might and force and aggression and pomposity and arrogance, but by humility and even by struggling. Some of the saints ran away from God in their lives. Some of them denied who God was. Some of them led the most sinful of lives. And yet God finally found them and brought them home. So that they could then, by their life, preaching and teaching, say yes to God. So if you have a favorite saint today, then pray to them. Pray to them before you go to bed tonight. Ask them to intercede with God, whatever is going on in your life. And if you don't have a favorite saint, you've got a whole multitude that you can turn to. Intercede for us with God, that we may one day be called home to be saints in heaven.